Digital acceleration is here. Health systems are walking the path, but are they in the right direction? Welcome to Patient Journey Pioneers, roadmaps from the top digital leaders in healthcare who share insights and strategies that are pushing the patient journey to new heights. This podcast is brought to you by Hiro, and I'm your host, Liat Kozuc. So hello, everyone. Welcome to today's episode of Patient Journey Pioneers. Today, I'm honored to host a true industry pioneer and a dear friend of Hiro, Crystal Roy. Crystal is Chief Digital Transformation Officer at Medical University of South Carolina, responsible for driving and accelerating the digital transformation strategy and overseeing the delivery of products, solutions, and services to enhance medical and university needs. That's a mouthful, Crystal. I'm sure you're very busy today as well. Uh, It's great to have you on today. Um, Leah, it's so good to talk to you again. It's been too long. It has been too long. I think it's been since April when I kind of caught you on the show floor at Vive in Nashville. Um, Uh I did interview you on the show floor. I asked you one simple question, which was, what is the most exciting trend you're seeing, you know, as a transformation officer with your eyes um, here at Vive? And you mentioned back then that it was ChatGPT all the way. Like you had, it took you a second to answer. Tell me kind of where your thoughts are now. Well, it's, it's really remarkable, isn't it, how fast ChatGPT has revolutionized the world. It's sparked an unprecedented wave of adoption. Um, it's fast adoption is nothing short of, like, almost breathtaking, right? Um, it took Snapchat three years to get to 100 million users, and ChatGPT accomplished the same thing in two months. Those, those um, quantifiable specifications just blow me away. The potential for this tool just transcends beyond the impact of even when we had calculators in the classroom or how fast the advancements in telehealth took place during COVID. I said, and some experts are even um, speculating that in the next three to five years, ChatGPT could emerge as bigger breakthrough than some of the medical things that we've had, including penicillin. So it's really been interesting to watch how it's going and where, where it's really taking off to. Does it bring any concerns to folks in your role? Like, yes, it's exciting, but is there anything that you're like, okay, now I have to contemplate X, Y, or Z? Um, we are actually looking uh, to to really mobilize around it. We want to be, you know, taking the stake and just going forth. Um, so we have a we have a whole governance council that we're putting together, and it's um, all three of our entities: research and university and health. We're educating our staff. We're putting together workshops to talk about. Um, not only level setting, but then to start thinking about where we can do groundbreaking work in this area. So we're we're very much taking on the chat GPT and figuring out, out what kind of strategy we're going to put in place for it. Okay, so you're taking this very seriously. Um, and so let's backtrack a bit before we dive into more questions. Um, for our listeners who might not be familiar with your role at NUSC, can you briefly describe what it means to be a Chief Digital Transformation Officer? What does a day in the role of Crystal look like? Each day is both unique and exhilarating for me. Uh, my routine is really marked by diversity. On certain days, I'm deeply engrossed in research, exploring technologies, emerging things, or strategizing how to incorporate them into our operational procedures. On other days, I'm collaborating closely with my team. Um, They're exceptional, both my internal team as well as across the organization, to take these concepts and uh, innovatively put them into practical solutions for our healthcare system. But the real essence of my position lies in the harmony between continuous learning, imparting knowledge, executing strategic plans, and overseeing operations to make sure that the projects we have in play are really um, moving along smoothly. 
Um, I also have the exciting task, as we just talked about, about representing my tripartite mission here at the Medical University of South Carolina, health system research and education through the six colleges in our university. So the projects I work on are very unique and very diverse. Crystal, it seems like you have a lot on your plate, but is there something you're working on recently, a digital innovation project that you're specifically excited about? We have two projects that we're starting this fall, two pilots. Um, the first is Nuance DAX with their chat GPT technology. That um, allows the technology to listen to a provider when they're in the exam room and then translate it like an electronic scribe to write all the notes about the encounter and then put them in the patient's chart for the reviewer to re review it and then sign off. Um, and then the second one is the new Epic InBasket with ChatGPT, which will help providers by starting messages back to InBasket messages that they get. And then the provider can review them or, you know, wipe that all out and start their own. Um, but that's going to have a huge impact because providers in baskets have grown about 150% since the pandemic. I think both of these projects are going to make a world of difference to providers by giving them the best digital tools to do their jobs. But this also really helps the patient experience, which is what I'm really passionate about, um, by being able to get more comprehensive answers to their in-basket questions, as well as letting the provider focus more on the patient and be able to look at them face-to-face -face rather than looking at their computer and just typing away and then looking up and having to, because they have to fill out the EHR, right? And so this takes that away, that barrier away, and lets them really interact one-on-one -on -one with the patient. So I'm really excited to watch these two kick off. I love that. It's almost like technology is helping us become more humane <laughs> because it's taking right. off. It's taking off all those small admin tasks that make the doctor kind of not even look at you, right? So now they're making eye contact with the patient who needs most empathy, I guess, in certain situations. So that's um, amazing. And folks like yourself are actually listening in right now wondering, what is a challenge as you're pushing along these digital projects? What is a challenge that you see come up that you manage to overcome, whether it's organizational leadership, you know, with the team? I think it's important to understand the population you're working with, not just age or education, but um, we found both financial and digital literacy are things that we really need to work on. So we're thinking about how to customize communication for these groups using simpler language, non-technical terms, or even providing additional resources or educational opportunities like videos on how to use certain tools um, in both areas. We're starting with simple and easy to use digital uh, friendly solutions that can accommodate these groups. We're looking to redesign our website and uh, working on voice bots or chat bots that can answer questions in the user's native language. Here in South Carolina, surprisingly, we have a variety of languages, English, Spanish, Portuguese, Chinese, Hindi, and more. So being able to provide digital solutions in these languages is going to be extremely helpful. We're working closely with our patient and family access councils, which are invaluable to us to involve users from different populations in the design and testing of digital initiatives. We think their input um, can help identify usability issues and ensure that the solutions are going to be user-friendly for our populations. What are you learning from your patients and staff these days when it comes to the needs, wants, limitations in healthcare to top it all off, especially with the recent buzz around AI, automation, et cetera? Overall, the buzz is positive. It makes people really curious, but it's also confusing when they can go to ChatGPT to write a job description or um, start a recommendation for a colleague. Um, and we know that students are using it for flashcards or to find resources for term papers. But the real question comes from um, all of our staff as to, you know, are we finding the right tools that make their job or the patient's job easier in the long run without making it more cumbersome? And I think that's what we're really trying to balance as we work with this going forward. Uh, what keeps you up 
at night in your role, as in what is a major pain point you're dealing with as a digital healthcare executive in this ever-changing ecosystem, and how are you overcoming this pain point? My biggest frustration is that we're not moving fast enough. A big part of that, though, for us is going slower so that we can go fast. There's a lot of groundwork that needs to happen in order to take on digital projects. For example, you can't have excellent online scheduling if we don't have schedules, templates, and plans set up in our EHR, and that takes a lot of time. Um, but what I've learned, from, this is a standard problem for all healthcare executives these days. Um, across the United States, many of the health systems that I'm talking to are dealing with the same thing. Um, but the great thing about healthcare and is that this industry really is willing to share and to help along the way because, you know, everyone coming in on that tide raises all the ships, right? So um, everybody's willing to share. Everybody's willing to share their best practices. And so I've gotten a lot of tips and strategies to make digital adoption easier from dashboards to marketing um, that people have shared on how to get providers to adopt online. And I am so appreciative for that. And I'm always willing to do the same for other organizations. Yeah, I hear that a lot from our guests about healthcare specifically, that it's kind of a shared pool of knowledge. Um, Crystal, if you had one magic wand, what is one thing you would bring to your healthcare organization that doesn't exist just yet? If there was a magic wand to pull data together and make it clean and easy to use, that would be what I'd love. Um, because we have a lot of different systems and a lot of data. We have systems to onboard our providers and do their credentialing and trying to get them into the system. We have systems like our EHR with our patient data and all the encounters and everything that a patient does. And then there's external data that's becoming more and more available so we can learn more about the populations in South Carolina and across the country. And we'd love to be able to pull all of that data together to make a cohesive, personalized experience for our staff, for our patients. And it would be awesome to have everything talking to each other and it's just not there yet. Um, we can build it, but it's going to take time. So if I could just magic wand that into place now so that we could start building digital solutions on top of it and have them just work seamlessly along the way, that's what I'd be looking for. I'm sure everyone's nodding their heads as they hear you talk yeah, about sure. that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so Crystal, I loved meeting you in person at Vive. We love running into you at these industry conferences in healthcare, and there's tons of them also ahead of us. Um, which ones are you attending in the near future and what trends do you foresee? If I see you again and say, what's this biggest trend you're seeing now? What do you predict? When we were at Vive, we saw tech and it was all the beginning of ChatGPT. Like we had barely heard of it and everybody had it. What I'm looking for is to see how, how it's being adopted how we can rein all that good work in and actually make it practical for our organization. And so when I, especially when I'm at health, that's what I'm going to be watching for things like that to make AI from the workflow a more seamless experience. So Crystal, thank you so much for this enlightening conversation. One last piece of advice for our listeners. You walk into a room of a hundred new chief digital and information officers just entering the health sector with hopes to lead the future of innovation in healthcare, technology enablement. What is one last piece of advice you'd leave us off with? Well, I think first and foremost, just take a moment to collect yourself. Familiarize yourself with your environment, immerse yourself in your organization, and build relationships within your department and across the organization. I think building a network of champions is crucial because you're going to need allies from all corners to cha successfully champion new technologies. And then keep in mind, digital transformation isn't just about technology. About 30 to 40% is the technology. The rest of it is change management. So to ensure your projects thrive, be prepared to reevaluate workflows, actively engage users to guide them through the adoption process. Your presence and support make all the difference. But lastly, never forget to enjoy the journey um, and maintain hunger for learning. The digital landscape is constantly changing and curiosity coupled with a passion for what you do will be your driving force. Embrace change, make it enjoyable, and you'll find success in this ever-changing field.
I love it. I'm taking that for my life as well. Thank you so Excellent. much, Crystal. This was awesome. And um, thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Liat. Thank you for listening to Patient Journey Pioneers brought to you by Hiro. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite listening platform. See you on our next episode.